Ora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts, Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mark, and uh, welcome, listeners, to um, what's this episode sixty-nine of uh, the Geodorable podcast. Yes, and the second in lockdown. The second in lockdown. Yes, indeed. Um, we're, we're now at a different level. Uh, uh, last, yes. Last episode, level four. This episode, level three. And Mark, what difference has it made to you? Um. <laughs> yeah, very little, really. I suppose I've I've thought about driving a little bit further than I would have before. Hmm. Um, okay. Have, have, uh, so, so for, uh, I should explain for our listeners. So, New Zealand uh, has a four levels of uh, of what you COVID nineteen preparedness, or you know, dealing with something. the situation. Um, level four, total lockdown. Uh, you're not allowed to leave your house or anything. Work from home. Level three, slightly more forgiving. You're allowed <laughs> to org- order takeaways. I think that's, that's yes, as long as you difference. don't contact anyone. Yes. Um, level two, you're you're allowed to go to work, but they'd prefer if you didn't. Didn't, yeah, and you can more shops can open. I think school schools go back. Yeah, kinda. And then level one. What's level one? I don't it's know. O- it's okay. Mm. No, it's never okay, Chris. No, never gonna <laughs> be okay again. Um. Yeah, I think I don't know. Um. We, you can tell, listener, by our voices that um, we're, we're a little bit past this lockdown thing. I think more and more and more exciting news, Chris. It's May the fourth. <gasps> it is indeed. Uh, May the fourth be with you, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything today for uh, Star Wars Day? Uh, simple answer: No. I'm afraid I didn't. Did you? Yes. What did you do? Uh, we watched um, Rogue One. Which was the movie of choice this year? Every uh, every year, yes. There's, there's there's two days we're allowed to watch Star Wars in our family. Um, that is Christmas Day for some weird reason, um, and and May the Fourth, obviously. Uh, Rogue One, a good choice. I like it. One of my favourites, I think, better than most other ones. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, six is at the bottom, obviously. Uh, not six, three. Sorry. Um, Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there's defining levels of, of poorness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this year was made extra special because of the amount of popcorn and chips and chocolate, um, and licorice that was consumed. Okay. I mean, all of which very uh, Star Warsy, of course. Um. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, that was a, that was our May the fourth. Uh, very exciting, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners. Uh, well, depending on what time they listen to this. Well, they won't be listening to it on May the fourth. They won't, will they? Um, <laughs> that has passed, uh, indeed. Well, it will have passed by the time we get this out. Um, yes, but you know, I'm sure people have May the fourth in in different ways. Yeah, and do you want to just before we go further, Chris? Do you want to disclaim this this week? No, I can't remember what you say. Uh, uh, okay, um, the opinions and other things said on this podcast. Uh, ours only and not to do with anyone we work for or work with and uh, if we responded we would tell you yes we would shout it from the hills but we're not are Uh, we DGI no no we're not 
Would we even accept sponsorship now? I think you yes, know, we're so, oh, absolutely. Okay, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm uh-huh. sorry, on a, on a uh, production meeting. <laughs> so uh, anyway, in this episode, Mark, what have we got? What, what's coming up? Oh, it's, it's another news tastic um, episode. We've we've tried to stay away from the COVID nineteen. Um, it's hard, and we haven't succeeded, um, but we have stayed away. But events from COVID nineteen to. Uh, a COVID nineteen influenced events. How about that? Indeed, yeah. I think, um, I think bit of right. that. I mean, the trouble is that it's such a uh, spatial kind of thing. It's hard not to kind of get involved. Um. Well, yeah, and it's also affecting everyone's life in the world. Mm. <laughs> um. So, with that positive note, shall we? Um. Shall we start the special news? Would hang on. Sorry, listen. Special news. Ah, Esri still giving, even though we're in lockdown. Uh, Well, yeah. um, I mean, not not that much exciting news here. But uh, what's new in Collector? uh, The April twenty twenty release. Yes, brackets for iOS. Yes, uh, because Android has already been released. Um, <laughs> we've already, yeah, I think this is the yeah. twice we've actually done this for Collector. Well, I mean, this is the nice thing about Collector. It keeps on giving, right? You can, you know. Yeah, it's good of Esri, you know, keep it in the news because they release it on Android, then they release it on uh, iOS, and then they're going to release it on BlackBerry. Oh, Windows, Windows. Uh, is that oh, Windows 7, Windows 8. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, what's new in it, Mark? Come on. Uh... Chris, you can attach PDF, Excel, and Word documents. Nice. That's going to be handy for attaching those file formats. <laughs> sure. Why just those file formats? I think this is adding on. I think you can already. Um, oh. Okay. Uh, you can already do other things. Um, I hope you can. You can already do photos and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can reuse list entries, so that autocomplete drop-down thing. That. That's quite nice. Well, it makes a lot of sense on this yeah. stupid little phone when you're trying to type yeah. it for the 50th time and it's got numbers and things in it. Of course, if it's all the same thing, if it's PowerPole XY4 and then PowerPole XY5, it doesn't save you that much time. Or worse, if it was PowerPole 5XY and every time you had to sort of... Do you know how you do the tap thing and mm-hmm. you have to move the cursor? And mm-hmm. if it's at the end mm-hmm. and you can never do it because it always clears the box and you just... ah. Oh, well, yeah. fortunately, there have been some UI enhancements as well. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else can you do? Capture additional metadata when collecting GPS, so you can collect uh, collect uh, direction of travel, speed, azimuth, and position <laughs> source. <laughs> so other things that have already been available for a long time on well, GPS. You know. um, oh, and, and the... Uh, oh, the famous app links. Oh, but that's quite handy, isn't it? That's, that's a real quick way, you know, if you're firing it up from a... A link, you know, maybe a um, a QR code, you know, go straight to the point, and uh, that's quite good. Yeah, maybe asset capture stuff. Yeah. <coughs> um, no. And they're also just about finished with another um, Android release. Um, as such as GPS, GPS averaging and ninety five percent confidence in for. Intervals and PKI support. Um, so yeah, collector just gets on better and bettering. Cool. 
Spatial news. Now this has been out for a while, Chris. I'm, I'm sure we've done something on this, something we asked for. No, we did. So, so uh, I think I believe in our last episode, um, Mapbox had released a basically a, a coloring in, um, what would I call it? A coloring in map. So basically, yes. a black and white map that you can color in. Well, hot on the heels, Esri have also reduced uh, released a, a coloring in map. Um, yeah, to give your your yourselves or your younger, uh, you know. Your kids, uh, the uh, the opportunity to colour in maps beautifully, and and perhaps learn some of those cartographic skills that um, um, you know they they might not be able to learn otherwise. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I know colouring was never my specialty. I just you know it's those lines I just can't can't keep in. Uh, it's practice and patience, Mark. Practice and patience. Yeah. Talk, talking of uh, colouring in and so forth, um, Esri's got a uh, uh, what's it? It's, it's uh, the, the MOOC. cartography MOOC at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing lots can... of really positive things about that. Um. Ah, oh, that's. I'm on the web map now. Going in, I must say the cartography is not that great. Um. Yeah. Oh, hmm. horses for courses. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, your you know most kids aren't going to be that. Fast. No. Ah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, get the kids colouring in if you can't get them to do anything else. Spatial news. Uh, and Chris, talking of uh, the impacts of COVID-19. Yes, yeah, so... Uh, it probably comes as no surprise to uh, to anybody out there, but um, the user conference uh, it's uh, it's not happening in San Diego as usual. No, but it is happening, Chris. This it is, is good. happening. It's it's going to be virtual. Yes, um, more details to come, but um, we're going to talk about this more later in the uh, in the rest of the podcast. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. What do you say? It's going to be online. They're going to put everything in there. Yeah, um, it's going to be the same, except you're going to be able to sit at home, and and the good thing for us, Chris, is it's at four a.m. in the morning. Oh, brilliant! Um, so that means we can get a whole conference done and then go to work. Well, yeah, um, it's never been more efficient. Every cloud is a silver lining, eh? That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that more later. Spatial news. Uh, and we talked about COVID maps the other week. We podcast. did, uh, John. Uh, I mean, there's lots of uh, maps Office. out there, but but John Hopkins does seem to have cornered the um, COVID nineteen uh, dashboard map market. Yeah, yeah. Well done, John. Yes, um, he's done a great job. Yeah, and they've updated it. Or just focus. Yeah, no, no, they've updated it. So, I mean, you know, uh, I'm sure pretty much anybody listening to this podcast has uh, at some point looked at the John Hopkins uh, COVID-19 dashboard. What they've done recently is they've created a new tab that's just for the uh, the good old uh, United States of America. Yeah. Um, which, which is now, it, it, is it the epicenter of the outbreak? I, th- I, I think that's I what it is. I don't know. It'll, it'll fight to be a superpower of whatever there, there yeah, is going. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, now you can um, you can look at the states in much more detail on a um, I think it's almost on a state by state basis. Yeah, it is. Um, in fact, maybe even less than I think it's a it's county by county, county yeah. basis. Um, yeah, and, and just looking at now that you know the heartland of the United States, not much going on there. 
That you mean in coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, was, that wasn't a slight on the... Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> the heartland of the States. I, I've that... never been, but I would love to go. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't either. I've been um, been on the East Coast, been on the West Coast. West Coast, flown over um, the middle bit. Yeah. yeah, I have flown over the middle. Um, you, you almost got there because you stopped at um, Dallas, didn't you? No, Houston. Uh, Houston. Yeah. yeah. Far, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there was lots to see and explore, but maybe not at this time of... of <laughs> Well, no, 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 not at all. But in- interesting, you know, uh, again, to see that that focus um, on the States. And I mean, it, it's so interesting. And, you know, for those uh, here in the States at the moment, you know, the world follows with uh, bated breath about, you know, uh, what's happening in the States. And, and I think there's, you know, obviously um, you get different views uh, about uh, about things. Um, and it's 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 yeah it's it's almost like i wake up in the mornings and i want to go and see what's going on in the states that's the first thing i want to check <laughs> well i do like i mean john humpins we have done a good job when you click on the status report which is a fantastic little dashboard with pie charts mm-hmm. and and histograms and stuff um it actually gives you the information that no one seems to be provide us in new zealand yeah um i.e the ethnicity of um people who are infected which is just interesting to understand uh the number of beds available number of beds used um the amounts in in poverty it it's yeah it's it's really good information for the um, for a number file yes some of this like ethnicity you're starting to see in the states now but it's in in new zealand now but it's uh only, I think, country level rather than anything else. Yeah. I might be wrong on that. But, um, yeah, I, I think what uh, what they've, uh, John Hopkins have done is, is pretty awesome. Um, and also, yeah, kind of really does help to demonstrate what you can do with a dashboard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it is quite interesting. Yeah. Well worth checking out. Spatial news. Ah, and to keep it on, the COVID-19, Chris. Well, I think this is really interesting because we don't often talk about, um, you know, the uh, the forgotten map. The, <laughs> the forgotten map. child of mapping. Bing. Yeah, we don't, we don't often talk about it. In fact, every time we do talk about it, I seem to remember we remark that the fact that we don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> we also probably remark it's actually not bad. We're just not as, I don't know, well used, well liked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I hate to spoil this already for uh, for our listeners, but do you know what? Bing, Bing Maps, they've done their own dashboard. And guess what, Mark? What's that, Chris? It's not bad. Actually, I quite like it, to be honest. It, yeah, I, it's... Uh, what do you say? I don't know. It's nice and simple. Actually, another good dashboard example. We're just dashboarding away here. Mm. Um, that There's a really easy, um, what do you call that? Slider, expander. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, don't know. Thing, thing on the left hand side, where you can easily drill down to information. Yeah, um, but it kind of guides you in there. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's quite nice. I think what I like about it as well is that the, you know uh, they've got a bit of a news feed as well, which I quite like. Yeah, um, it does of course know. link you more to Bing, but well, sure, but you know, well, no. <laughs> Coronavirus, Queenstown search and rescue dog stuck in the United States. That's the kind of story I want to hear about. <laughs> 
Well, everyone loves a good dog story. They, they do. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, you know, if you're getting a little bit tired of John Hopkins or your, your other brand of, you know, COVID-19 dashboard, it is worth <laughs> checking out the, uh, the, the, the Bing. Um, it's, I, I like what they've done. I, I really do. I think they've done a pretty good job on it. Um, in fact, uh, just exploring the functionality, I don't think they, this was in here when I last looked at it. But if you go into a, a state in the US and you click on it, it then remaps it at, um, county level. That's yep. really cool, actually. Yeah, no, I, it is good. Um, yeah. I wonder what it does in the UK. Hmm. Not as much, know. but still, still cool. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's um, you know you, you're seeing this now. There are so many different dashboards um, that uh, that have been created, uh, and um, I don't know. I know of you know at least five or six in in New Zealand alone. Uh, but, <laughs> it seems to have sprung onto them, but yeah, it does, they're not brilliant. Not, well, you know, but um, yeah, I'm I'm liking the Bing one. Yeah, it is it is nice, and again, get inspired to do some dashboarding. Yeah. Spatial news. We can't really keep away from COVID nineteen, can <laughs> so we? Just, because just remember it's... the start of the podcast when we said we're not going to mention it much. Well, you can't help but mentioning it because all the news is COVID-19 related. Yes. Um, and this one is another COVID-19 one. And quite importantly, again, it's not information that's over the common in New Zealand. But it's actually, it's quite interesting that, that the US seems to be really, really um, open about their data. Well, this is Germany. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Germany. Other uh, countries. Yes. Well, They're all to, foreigners to me. <laughs> well, to be fair, in New Zealand, uh, we've got, what, eight people currently in hospitals? Something like that. We have so, empty hospitals. We have empty hospitals, Which, yes. If you need emergency surgery in New Zealand, now's a brilliant time to get it. Well, um, if you're allowed it. Yeah, I, a couple of friends have taken their children to A&E because kids are stupid. Um, and they've remarked at the speed they can get processed. Yes. Um, my uh, my niece actually went just the other day for, you know, something what turned out to be relatively minor, but yes, was dealt with by many a doctor because they wanted something to do. Yes. Yeah. No, my friends had uh, set three x-rays at a cast at, in both hands for <laughs> in under an hour. It's like, there you go. That's amazing. Anyway... This particular story, this is from from, uh, from yeah Germany. Um, they and I'm guessing their data must be really open, but they have uh, each hospital uh, is mapped, and uh, they're mapping the bed capacity of each hospital and what's available. It's very cool. It it is actually, and you can see even even in the heavy heavy hit areas um, or heavily populated, there's still a lot of capacity. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a really nice positive map. Yeah, um, um, but yes, to, to see this level of information, I think is amazing. Um, you know, and and it's one of those uh, you can really quickly, if you are a first responder or whatever, you could uh, you could really quickly see, um, you know, where you need to take your patients <laughs> to the hospital, Chris. <laughs> yes, no, but what, you know, if, if they need to go into ICU and there aren't any ICU. Uh, beds available yeah. and there's not much point in doing it but um, yeah just yeah. amazed actually at the, the level of information that is available amazing no, it is um, yeah times like these we uh, we get more information yeah spatial news 
Uh, right. Away from COVID-19. Well, we would have really. hoped, but it's not. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. We're not this depressing normally. <laughs> well, it's not depressing. I just think it's really, you know, it's it's not surprising that so much of, uh, you know, our news stories yeah, are, are related to COVID-19 because it's so spatial in, in context. Yeah, and there's also so much going on. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose it, it's kind of like in times of crises, um, everyone ups their game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what, well, yeah, what we're seeing is, is some uh, some massive game upping. Um, and so Apple and Google. Not not small companies by any means. <laughs> no. Um, so Apple and Google want to do want to do contract contact tracing, um, which, which makes perfect sense if you think about it. Unless you think they're going to sell your data to someone else for their advertising, which is how they make their money. Well, come on, um, Apple are pretty kind of you know they don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Thank you very much. Not anymore. Well, you know they. they uh, uh, so what is it doing? It's it's basically through Bluetooth. Um, they want to figure out if a person has come into contact with a COVID nineteen patient. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, this would also strike fear on your phone. All of a sudden, you just get an alert. Yes, hey, you've just come in contact with COVID nineteen patient. Oh, dang it! Yeah, think about all the false positives. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> But you can understand why these two in particular, you know, um, between them, they yeah. pretty much, you know, well, they do own the, uh, the mobile but phone market. It's kind of a, oh, I don't know, I'm sorry, it's not really about Google and Apple, but it's the, um, because it takes two weeks to incubate. Mm-hmm. All right. So two weeks ago, you sat next to someone on a park bench. Um, mm. And two weeks later, you find out they were positive. It's It's kind of... I don't know, it's kind of depressing and scary. But, um, I mean, the, the, I guess the point is that um, you can be traced. Or, you know, th- those things can be traced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just deviating. It also reminds me of, like, you know, when um, sexually transmitted infections um, were You are popular. deviating. <laughs> were popular. <laughs> I don't know, and everyone was talking about, you know, protection and what have you, and... If you you know, if you tested positive, you then had to go tell your partners. And this is even worse because you've just walked by them. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Am I am I out on my own again? Yeah. Okay. Then. But keep I mean, keep going. No, no. I think I've I've pushed myself to the cliff enough. Yep. Um, well, I suppose it's to say you can't even take protection against it, except not going out. Well, what this reminds me of, and we'll kind of get to the point. So, I mean, f- firstly, Apple and Google uh, agreeing to work together is pretty major. Yes. Um, and what they're going to be doing is uh, in May. May? Are we in May? We are in May. We are in May. Yeah, both companies will release an application programming interface, API, uh, that enables interoperability between Android and iOS uh, devices, right? So, you know, they're going to release an API that will allow things to talk. Um and that, I guess, might give uh, rise to a whole bunch of uh, COVID-19 tr- tracking apps. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, 
And then I'm just trying to, and then I think they'll be developing their own applications as well. Um, interesting question here, uh, but you know, pe- people are concerned about the data, and uh, they said that um, obviously they'll be working hard to ensure that the uh, the data remains secure, um, and that's going to be most people's concern, isn't it? You know, yeah. Um, although, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, um, you you're tracked by these. Yeah, Apple and yeah, Apple Google, Google really. anyway. Yeah, yeah you know. um, and it's slightly anonymized, but it's not really. I think I think the, uh, the 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 question will be, you know, if this was a government, uh, you know, run app, uh, are you less likely or more likely to uh, to install it on your phone? Uh, depends how you are with the tax <laughs> Well, you think about you know, because they, um, I think Australia has just released uh, a a. Um, COVID-19 tracing app that was developed in Singapore, I, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and I know the New Zealand government's um, you know, looking at that as well. Um, just looking. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, it is it is coming. And, uh, you know, um, if you really want, you can still go get one of those Nokia flips or something from <laughs> from the supermarket, which are not capable of doing any of this tracking. Mm. Although you know, is this about the uh, the common good, etc., etc., etc.? I don't know. Um, interesting enough, I do remember an article uh, that we had on the podcast many moons ago about um, uh, uh, Tinder, I think it was, and how they were using tracking uh, and tracing to say whether um, wasn't it whether whether you both attended similar bars and clubs and that kind of stuff yeah that, that rings a bell yeah you know um, and now we're using it for an entirely different purpose <laughs> yeah um yeah but again the highlight there is that google and apple are working together yeah now um press that little button of yours spatial news so not to be outdone uh <laughs> facebook it's uh, gonna go work by themselves well I mean, Facebook. What, what can you say about Facebook other than um, <laughs> they have a they have a, a, a team called the Data for Good team? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sorry, when you when you have to name your teams that, it's um, yeah. It's, what they're doing, which I think is quite interesting, I'm gonna uh, yeah, we'll, we'll skip the uh, the Facebook politics um, as much as we can. Uh, what they are doing is they are trying to, or they've developed a social connectedness index. Yeah. Uh, and the idea is to be able to, uh, you know, identify places where there is greater social connectedness, and therefore, I think you know, a greater opportunity for the virus to spread. Um, yep. And they're doing this using, uh, well, Facebook data, I guess. So you know, <laughs> yes. Um, how many people, or you know. Where, where are my Facebook friends living and how I'm connected to them, um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I do see a flaw in this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, only old people use Facebook. Well, uh, yeah, so, maybe. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, I, I still think it's a really interesting analysis. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think what would be more interesting if someone picks it up and uses it. Yes. Um, cause at the moment, Facebook have 
well, it just seems to they've gone and done it um, in a in a way that allows them to do it, but not necessarily in the way that people wanted it. Okay, are you saying this is a good media story? Ah, <laughs> uh, there's no such thing as a bad media story, Chris. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. This is yeah, I, it it's interesting. I just my suspicions <laughs> about Facebook. They don't have the best reputation. <laughs> well, I, th- I think what uh, all of these stories highlight is that you know basically the new <laughs> currency is data, right? And location. Yeah. And 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 would like to say that we you know we were one of the first to pick up on that. Oh, we knew, we've known for ages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. uh, hasn't made you any safer though. No, or any richer, unfortunately. No. <laughs> All right. Spatial news. Okay, now, Chris, finally onto the happy news. Uh, yes, okay. Well, no, actually, no. <laughs> Not mm. happy at all. No. It has drones, Chris. That makes us happy. It's like puppies, well, it, to, it, it, it's puppies drone to some story. people. Drones we make like, us happy. We well, like to have a drone, a drone story, you know, every every week or whenever, every, every episode, I guess. Yeah. Um, and if it's not delivering food or medicine, you know, there's there's some other drone usage. Yeah, uh, including the Volunteer Drone Task Force, which sounds ominous. It sounds uh, awesome. Which is flying over Manhattan TV. parks to remind people of social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> You're going for a walk and all of a sudden you getting bombed, dive-bombed by drones coming in. Um Police in Daytona Beach, Florida, have been using drones to disperse crowds. Um, it allows police to keep a safe distance and protect themselves from infection. Um, Do you reckon this is? Because uh, I think our story from uh, last episode about the uh, the drones, oh, the drones uh, over somewhere, somewhere or other. Yeah, may- may- maybe they were just practicing. Maybe. Hmm. Um, so police have already adopted drones as tools to monitor communities around the world in Germany, Kazakhstan, China, France, and other countries. Mm-hmm. Drones are flying near to crowds and playing recorded messages. I'm sorry. Is this the Fifth Element or Judge, Judge Dredd? One of them where the, um, things are flying over the, over the people reminding them of doing stuff. I think it's Fifth Element. You sure it's not, um, Blade Runner? As a Blade Runner. I don't know. It's some dystopian future, aren't they all? There's always a dystopian future with drones and things flying. Could have been Terminator. They had lots of flying things. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, uh, Drone Life, the magazine, reports that the use of drones for community monitoring e- email comments from readers make the point. The word creepy appears in almost every message of the idea of being observed from the air. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get used to it, I suppose. Yeah, it's not that um, way, is it? However, the police are saying they're being useful rather than creepy. Of course, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to. Yeah. Uh, a drone announcement program in New Jersey? It, yeah, it's dystopian, people. It does feel as though people are using drones for things like an announcement. Yeah, I used to drone the other day, week, Chris. But yeah. Well, in my day, you'd just have like, you know some speakers on a car that would drive around <laughs> your mum's Corsa yeah you know. bit of um, yeah ah who were those guys Sun Crossroads don't know I was thinking of the Blues Brothers 
okay. Mine. Yes. All right. Yeah. It's dark. We're wearing sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Happy dystopian future, people. Spatial news. All right. And happy drone news, Chris. Yes. And our first not really related to COVID-19 story. <laughs> or is it? Hang on. <laughs> no. Double check. No. No. no it's looks, not. Looks, yeah. It looks less. Uh, um, yeah. Right. So we all know about Bivlos. Oh, we do. Um, the uh, Beyond Visual site. Oh, yeah. Yes. Line of sight. So, UK drone company, Skyports, Mm -hmm. not Sky Sports, but Skyports, is taking part in the regulatory sandbox run by the CAA of the UK. Wow, this is acronym crazy. It is, isn't it? Uh, Including comments from the CEO. (laughs) Uh, That, um, yeah. Well, what's interesting here is that, that, you know, one beyond visual line of sight, exciting, but they've invented called something called the Iris uh, Automation, um, which uh, the Iris Automation System sees obstacles in the air as accurately as a human pilot would. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I wonder whether it can identify what the thing is as easily as a pilot, but, you know. Um, yeah. Um, the other interesting thing is that they're going to use the um, I think it's Thales, isn't it? Thales, um, Sorizon. <laughs> if it's, it's just not, saying words now. If it's not an acronym, then it's a what do you call those things that are just made up? So that Sor and Horizon put together to get Sorizon. Oh, um, mission planning, flight management software. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, I, th- I think. What, why have we got this news, Chris? It's well, I guess it's, it, it's no surprise that more and more countries are investigating the, uh, you know, the the, the Vos drones. Um, but, but particularly, you know, they are creating sandboxes. You know, we've done it here in New Zealand. There's, uh, you know, areas where you can do this. Um, yeah, in UK, doing it. You know, you can do it in Australia, obviously. Um, you know, uh, it's it's just become more and more prevalent as the uh, the systems become more and more intelligent. Yeah, um, it is the future, and especially with all this contactless deliveries mm. and stuff. You know, the courier sort of drives in, puts the box in the middle of the driveway, drives out, and then you go and get it. Yep. Like some sort of um, sort of Cold War <laughs> spy yep. drop. Um, yeah, the drone could just fly it in. Um, did I tell you my little drone anecdote? Um, Depends which one. It's the one where I I borrowed another. I borrowed the drone again. Um, yes, you told us in the last episode. Did I? Did I tell you about the time when it, the wind caught it and flew it over the neighbours? No, you didn't mention that. <laughs> and it wasn't coming back. And then all of a sudden the battery light was flashing. Um, and it wasn't the close neighbours. It was like 50, 100 metre away neighbours. What did you do? Uh, hoped, 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 and it came back. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. Spatial news. All right, on to happier times, Chris. Yeah, our last two stories are just just little things that caught our eye. They're just, you know, fun, interesting. Yeah, I really, you really like this one, and I was like, oh, I don't quite get it. And then I used it, and I was like, actually, this is really cool. Yeah, so this is... Um, 
Uh, oh, God. Why do we choose these stories where we have to pronounce complicated names? I'll pronounce the first one, Mount Fuji. You do the rest. Oh, there's a, uh, a famous Japanese artist. Yes. Uh, Katsu... Katsushikia? Yeah, that sounds about right. That's his uh, first name. What's his second? Uh, Hokusui? Hokusai. Yeah. Yes. I mean, other pronunciations are available. Um, but, I mean, you're not going to get more accurate than, than, than that. <laughs> anyway, uh, this artist is famous for paintings of Mount Fuji in particular. Yes. Um, and you, you if, if, obviously the names might be familiar from our pronunciations, but sure. even if they're not, you would recognize it. It's, it's a style, um, it's iconic. There's, yeah, there's things about his, his um, art that you just recognize straight away. You wouldn't have recognized maybe who he was. Not um, by our... Or how to pronounce his name. <laughs> no, definitely not by that. But um, in general, you would have seen his artwork. Yes. Um, so what uh, what has been done is um, some of this artwork has been taken, put as... A, well, they call them billboards, right? Billboards? Yeah. A yeah, billboard. so put, put a billboard in. I think this is all in um, Arches Online, isn't it? In, it is. Uh, the scene view. And they have matched up the uh, the picture to um, the, the kind of yeah, Mount the, Fuji. The view shed, if you like. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you can, you can zoom in and see uh, how accurate... Um, well, not accurate. I suppose you just see... The real, real world representation of of his picture. Yeah, um, it's one of these things you definitely have to go and have a little play. Um, so you're going to have to go to our website and uh, find the link. Um, but it's really cool. I'd like to see more more done um, because you know there are so many landscape painters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, um, you know that uh, you could do this to. Who is your favourite landscape painter, Chris? Uh, probably Constable. Is that the only one you can think of? Um, no, I like the Haywain. No. Mm. Famous. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Who's your, fam- your favourite? Oh, I'm not really a landscape f- fan. Oh, okay. There's, uh... Yeah, maybe maybe Dali then. <laughs> he definitely didn't do l- landscapes. I did in a surrealist kind of way. But... Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. Spatial news. And finally, Chris, finally, in, well, in these lockdown times. You uh, you want to explore the world, at least I do, because at the moment I'm kind of sick, sick of uh, my house and neighbourhood. Um, <laughs> so Not what, your family, though. You love your family. Oh, I love my family. Um, but what better way of uh, exploring the world than exploring it through radio stations? <laughs> well, yeah, this is... It's, oh, got to stop doing that. Yeah, um, no, sorry. <laughs> so what is it? It is a world map. Um, don't know what the technology is. is it the uh, I don't actually know. So it's a, it's a, a world it's map. It's a globe, right? So it's like you know, Google Earth, so to speak, uh, uh, which has got not every, but basically lots of. It's got a dot that represents um, the radio station or a radio station in a particular country. And if you move the, uh, the little kind of circle... Uh, in the middle of the map over the radio station, it pl- starts it's, playing that radio station. It, it's it really does. cool. <laughs> it's quite cool, actually. 
It, um, yeah, um, and so you can go around and listen to music from all over the world. I mean, you can do this anyway. What makes it kind of special is it uses location to find the radio station instead of you just typing in, I don't know, classic rock from the 80s. Uh, yeah, you know my choice of station then, Mark. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I find it really interesting. Um, you know, uh, what am I listening to at the moment? I'm listening to uh, Alice Springs Radio. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I'm just waiting. Hang on, I'll uh, might be able to tell you what they're what they're currently playing. No, I can't. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite good fun. It's worth checking out. So it's called um, what is it called? It's called Radio Garden. Garden. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Um, and if you want to, yeah, vary your your music, um, musical tastes during the day. Yeah, listen to uh, listen to a local Russian station, or uh, yeah, what's going on in Japan, or you know, elsewhere. Yeah, maybe pop over to Korea and hear some good K-pop. Oh, I didn't check. Well, have they got any radio stations in North Korea? Oh, <laughs> hang on. Are we allowed to do this? Sure. I doubt that they have somehow. Um, Anything? No, there are no green dots mm. appearing on the map. That is a shame. Um, but to be fair, there's only three. Oh, that's just radio stations. Yeah, no, the uh, closest it seems is either South Korea or is someone. Hong Kong, of course. Hmm. Uh, okay, um, worth checking out. Uh, radio Garden. Um, uh, have a look. It's uh, and I think there's a mobile app as well, um, but uh, the website's pretty cool. Yeah. Right, and that is our special news. Sorry about the depression. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens. But now we're going to hit the uh, topic of the week. Topic of the week. All right. Uh, topic of the week this week, Chris. We mentioned it before. Yeah, so uh, no no user conference or no, no traditional user conference. Um, it's now going to be online. And uh, we uh, there's, there's not too much information about it at the moment. Um, no. So we thought we would uh, we would just, uh, I don't know, what <laughs> we expect from uh, from from an online user conference? Yeah, use our use our imaginations, and and this is you know we've been to the conference a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun. Um, so yeah, this is what what would you expect from a user conference? Well, a virtual the, the virtual user conference. from a virtual user conference. Now the first thing we came up with, and I I think it's yeah it's a good point um, because location is now unimportant. Uh, it yes. doesn't matter, you know. Um, they're obviously going to have to record from somewhere, and the choice of venue is important. Yes, now, we thought Jack's house. Absolutely, like I've, yeah. I mean, I've done a number of online meetings, like everyone else has, and yep. you see into people's lives yep. <laughs> quite a lot. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you see more than you really want to, um, but yeah, I can just imagine Jack sitting. I don't know, on his on his. He, he must have a chair, right? Oh, he's got to have a chair. He's got, Jack's he's got just, a chair, yeah. his contemplation chair or something. And he's sitting there and he's talking, you know, how amped he gets. And then Laura's sitting beside him or something, or he, she brings him a cup of tea. Yes. And, and you know, it's it's going on and she's like, 
Jack, calm down. You know what the doctor said, or or something, <laughs> <laughs> something going on there, and um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe behind Jack is is just all the covers of all the boxes of software that his company has released. What you know, going right back. Yeah, yeah, right back to sixty whatever. Um, that yeah, that somewhere. Oh, Jack's get on a Jack's memento room or something. There must be. Must be something there, or every copy of Arc Press ever ever released. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I think that'd be awesome. I, I kind of imagine, you know, Jack. It, it'd be like a, a Mr. Rogers. Now I know that's kind of a, a US thing, the Mr. Rogers. I've actually seen it before, but yeah, you know, that, that beautiful day in the neighbourhood. I imagine something like. Oh, that. he comes in singing. Yeah. Ah, oh, that would be that'd be excellent. I bet Jack can sing. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, um, what was there used to be the Esri band? What was it? Um, was it First Avenue? I think that was yeah, used to be First the Avenue. Band. I yeah, I I think that'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be good. Um, what else? What else would we want to see from the uh, virtual user conference? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's, it's trying to think how they do things. So the exhibition hall. I mean that was yep. that's always been a bit of a highlight walking you know through there and and uh, now for you your highlight is always <laughs> the free stuff. Yeah, the um, best freebie. I I don't know how that's going to work. You know, I'm kind right. of glad I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it, so, so um, you know there's software where you can do virtual exhibition halls. So you know you can kind of oh there's a stand you go over the stand. Yeah. So like is a, that going to be VR? Do you think you can put on some goggles? And I well, unless they're going to send everybody goggles, I don't think that would work. I mean, yeah. maybe there's an app on your phone, but I imagine no, it won't be. Okay, that's kind of disappointing. Um, yeah, but yeah. it'd be cool, wouldn't it? Like you know, massive hall walking around because that was part of the fun uh, was just walking up and down the aisles and you know whatever takes <laughs> your eye. Yeah, and just talking to random people. Um, yeah. but that's a bit like uh, the the map hall, the gallery. Yes. Um, where, especially when they do the, you know, you got to go stand beside your map. Oh, there's some great awkward moments then. You, you <laughs> sort of make eye contact and people are like, yeah, come talk to me. I'm standing here. And you're like, nah, it's okay. Or you go up. I had fantastic conversation with the, with the young student who'd done some mapping. <laughs> and yeah, the conversation got awkward very fast. It's like, nice map. Yes, thank you. Well, I, I think the problem is because it's a virtual conference, you know, and it's going to be so. So, as I understand it, virtual conference, and everybody can attend, uh, or you know, sorry, you can attend if you're an Esri um, user. I think if you if you've got like an enterprise license or so. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's there's some slight restriction around it. Yeah. But um, because you know you can attend from anywhere, I wonder if they're going to have core hours. You know, or or is it just going to be? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you've got to man the booth from, um, well, if we put it into New Zealand time, from four a.m. to like midnight. Yeah, how's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, something I won't miss at the map gallery, Chris, is just the bad choices of beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that is the advantage of a virtual conference is you can choose your own beer. So if you're going to complain, you know, it's your choice. Yes, that's right. You can provide your own beer, which obviously costs you a little bit more, but mm. at least it can be the beer of your choice instead of, I don't know who chooses the beer at the map gallery. But yeah. So, I mean, another thing we were thinking that um, we would miss is, is good old San Diego, right? 
Well, yeah. Are we going to talk about the after parties now, Chris? Well, I think that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's the, it's the location itself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the gas lamp, light, light quarter and... and yeah, uh, gas lamp. Gas lamp, sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to miss miss some of that, some of the bars, which are pretty good fun. Um, <laughs> yes, remember last time we tried to record from that bar and uh, the noise was just overwhelming. It was, yeah. Um, so I'm going to miss gonna miss that. Um, yeah, I think jumping back to the conference, that, that fantastic moment when Jack goes, oh, you're all fantastic, turn around and shake hands with someone. Um, that's going to be difficult to do. Well, it, it is going to be difficult to do, but at least it'll be done safely this time. You won't have to hand sanitize after shaking. Well, that's true. That's, that is true. Um, I wonder how they will do that. What do you reckon? Just like a massive chat room. Oh, you could, they could just, I'm sure they could write some algorithm that just randomly assigns you to someone. And yeah. That would just, be quite All of a sudden, cool, some it? stranger just pops up on your screen. You're like, ah, oh, hey. Hey. What do you, you do? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do maps. maps. What do you do? All oh, right. I yeah. do maps. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, although most of the people are American, you speak to because most of the people who attend are American. Yes. Um, not, not there's anything wrong with that, but. I wonder if the algorithm can help with them. Um, well, what we might find uh, this time, you know, the, there's there's many more attendants. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's pretty heavily attended anyway. But yeah, I can imagine imagine that being quite good. And also working from home, more people will go, I'm going to work from home to attend the conference yeah. instead of going into the office because no one's going to disturb me. That's the point. I go to the conference to hide from people <laughs> <laughs> or hide from my work. Yeah. Um, just jumping back, Chris, thinking of um, you know, Jack's house. Yeah. And um, you know, there could be a knock on the door. And Jack opens it, and he's got a perspex screen in between it. Between oh, of course. The yeah, door. Yeah. 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 It used to be a fly screen or a what an insect screen, uh, but it's now a perspex. And uh, on the other side of the door is Will. I am. Uh, yeah. And uh, Will's like, "Hey, Jack, dog." How's it going? And Jack's like, cool, thanks, Will Dude. Um, Will Dude? Is that, is that his? I don't know. How do you think, no. what, how do you think um, Jack refers so, to but, Will but, I so, Do you reckon, so Will I, am, Will I Am has been, he was in the plenary, wasn't he, one one year? Did he come back the next year? Yeah, he's been in a couple of times. Yeah, okay. Before, so, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, although I, I don't know why he's travelling to Jack's house. <laughs> No, it sounds like a violation of the lockdown. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe. I mean, you know, will he will Mister Will I am Mister um, Am Mister Am. Uh, he loves his technology, does he not? You know, he does. So I don't know. Maybe um, maybe they could just there. link to him. Yeah. On his well, well, yeah. So I imagine there's lots of cutting. I I wonder the production value of Ezra is really high at the conference. Yes. I, I imagine they're going to keep it at high standard. Yeah. Do you think they'll have uh, a studio you know, audience so they'll have canned <laughs> laughter and that kind of stuff? <laughs> they'll have shots to the audience and yeah. everyone will be in these perspex cubicles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I definitely think they, they'll do some of that kind of... They should do canned laughter and canned clapping, you know. Because you know, you know, when you've been to the conference and uh, somebody's presenting, and they uh, they present 
a piece of functionality and they're clearly expecting people to go, wow, yes. that's amazing, and a round of applause, and it doesn't happen. <laughs> and then now other they'll times, be able to do it whenever they want. You know, yeah, That's true. Yeah. Um, and other times when they say nothing, well, they don't think they say anything important, everyone erupts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that, that'll be more difficult. So that, that kind of interaction between people, obviously, and interaction between the, the present presenters is going to be uh, a little bit more difficult. Well, yeah. who, who do you reckon... I don't know if you've thought about this, but who do you reckon the um, the plenary speaker might be? What? Any ideas? Well, my mind, because it's kind of late, um, immediately jumps to, was it Coachella when they had um, oh, that rapper in Holocaust? So maybe, I don't know, they can bring back, um, ah, what's his name? The f- mm. God godfather of J.S. Roger Tomlinson. Yes. Well, a hologram, 3D yeah. hologram. Yeah. Um, maybe, 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 yeah. I mean, you okay. heard it here first and probably the only place. Yeah, <laughs> the only place you're going to hear it. Um, okay, moving on. What, what do you reckon about Ask the Techie, right? Because that used I, to be brilliant, right? You could just go and speak to somebody. Yeah, I reckon this is going to be better. Do you reckon um, just a big online forum? Yeah, like, yeah you could just book on a, a time. Chat. You can just book in a time with whoever. It's like a big, I don't know, open calendar, and you can just go that time and that time. And you can actually, because usually it's like, ah, oh, you go to someone and they're kind of busy, and then you got to come back. And so well, that sort I of think thing. they'll they'll do a lot of those, um, you know, those chat bots. Oh, really? Hey, are you interested in <laughs> ArcGIS? Yes, yes, I am. So, have you thought of upgrading your ArcGIS user? I reckon they'll do chat bots. I definitely reckon they'll do chatbots. <laughs> you know, and, and then eventually you get introduced to actually a real person. Um, but, yeah, that that's going to be a little bit difficult, I think. Unless, yeah, yeah lots of screen sharing, maybe. Oh, well, that's why it could even be better, right? You actually get to show them what's going on. Yeah, that in, could be quite cool. Instead of um, trying to explain to them. And they're like, yeah. oh, I don't think it does that. It's like, no, it does. And uh, the, uh, here's my card. I'll definitely be in touch later. Never hear from <laughs> Okay, so yeah. uh, we, we mentioned it, or you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, obviously, we're not going to be going to uh, Balboa Park. No. Do you reckon we can do a virtual? Yeah, we all get together virtually. We share a drink virtually. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we um, we go and hoard lots of bandanas. Yeah. And uh, Esri badges. Um, Still got mine somewhere. The frozen, the frozen bananas. Oh, I wasn't that much of a fan of those. I tried them because they were free. Um, well, of course. Um, and, what yeah. they should do, actually, what they should do is they should release a uh, a menu and then you could kind of make it yourself. You Ooh. know, like frozen. How hard is it to freeze a banana? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Th- well, but those ones don't go black. Like you do if uh, you freeze a normal banana. No, but that's because you peel it. Mm, is that the secret? Yeah. And then you cover it in chocolate, so you don't notice. <laughs> uh, but but um, I'm, I am thinking there's probably listeners who haven't been to it and then wondering why we're talking about frozen bananas. But <laughs> anyway, um, I reckon they should release a menu, and then maybe it's kind of stuff you could make at home, and then you could share in it. Yeah, yeah some that'd nachos. Be, that'd, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, there's some fantastic food there. Uh, the 5K run, that's not going to happen, obviously. No, no. It's hard to do virtually unless no. they do. So our work, we have, uh, as you know, um, we have yoga, morning yoga that's kind of shared. Yes, have you turned up to that, Chris? No, no. Yeah, no, neither. 
No. Um, yeah, they could do virtual 5K run. Like the biggest Zoom meeting where everyone's running. But yeah, you have to uh, run in your house because you can't be go outside. Cool. On a treadmill. If you've got a treadmill, you, you could do it. That'd be quite yeah. cool. Um, something to feel sorry for is the startup companies. Yeah, well, I mean, they might they might do the, you know, as, as they're going to do an exhibition hall, they'd probably do it with startups. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of fun because, you know, really are talking to... Um, <laughs> sorry. Really are talking to the people at the coalface who are trying to start the company. Yep. Um yeah, sorry, I just had a flashback of, of um, I must have been tired at the conference and talking to one of the companies that had GIS in the name and said, you know, GIS doesn't actually exist. Oh, that was... That, that ruined their day. <laughs> uh, but other things we'll miss, Chris. Um, well, so uh, the rest of the world, I mean, possibly knows this. So New Zealand's quite good at rugby um, and that that's a... A game played by uh, people. I want to do, well, I want to do that joke, but um, just for the anyway. What joke? Rugby's played by men with funny shaped balls. That joke. Right. Yeah. Um, you may have heard that here first, and I'm sorry if you have. Anyway, uh, so so listeners may not know, but there's always a, uh, a rugby match held in front of the. Um, no, it's, it's, oh, it's kind of out the back by the um, vendor yeah. area for the food and, and stuff. So there tends to be a rugby match between New Zealand rep- New Zealand people, people from, yeah, who've gone, and the rest of the world. It used to be against Australia, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, but, but not enough uh, Australians were turning up. No, well, not they could play rugby. Uh, so now there, there's there's a, uh, yeah, New Zealand versus the rest of the world rugby match, which, uh, and, and oh, New Zealand has never lost that rugby match. Um, no. But yeah, that's not going to be something we're going to do virtually, unless it's kind of a, a, a kind of a, a, a sports electric. Oh, what's they called? Oh, the esports. Esports. It could be an esports rugby match. You know, Joan Loma rugby. Or <laughs> my kids still really enjoy playing EA Sports Rugby 08. Really? Yeah. So I reckon that might work. It could work. Yeah. Um, something also on the on the darker side of the conference, Chris, to miss mm-hmm. out on is the uh, opportunities of guerrilla marketing by Mapbox, Cato, Boundless, um, even uh, Global Mapper. Yeah. They gave out water bottles. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of the, uh, you know, the, um, what do you call that? The resistance. M- much more difficult to do in a virtual conference unless, yes. I mean, yeah, do, they, do they register and just in every chat, you know, window they, uh... hey, Mapbox is really good. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Leaving little pamphlets around. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure we'll miss that. Um, well, I think, good. yeah, we'll miss the conference. I, I, I wonder whether this will be a kind of, if it goes well, I mean, you know, maybe it will mean that the following year's conference is different once again. Yeah, that's, well, the world is changing. Yeah, that's the, and that's the great thing about, you know, um, the great thing about COVID-19. I don't think you yep. say that. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. And finally, Chris, I know this was your favourite because we went there and you were deliberately wanting to go there, um, oh, was the uh, mechanical bull. At the, oh, that was um, my favourite. Mine was the retro gaming lounge. Oh. Now, remember, you went to the mechanical bull and then you were too chicken to have a go and then you wouldn't sing karaoke. Well, I'll never sing karaoke. There are certain things that I shouldn't, you know, nobody should be inflicted by. And that's right. my singing voice. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yes, no, we did um, after escaping from <laughs> the, the mechanical bill and the karaoke. That was awful. Uh, we found a retro gaming lounge with um, pinball and arcade games from the 80s and 90s. So much fun. And uh, yeah, it was only a quarter, which seemed quite cheap at the time. And you could drink. Um, I know. Yeah. Well, shooting things and stuff. It was great. Isn't it funny how, like, uh, you know, you you have the Xbox and the PS4 and 5 or whatever it's on at the moment, um, but you still can't have quite as much fun as you can being in a retro gaming lounge drinking pretty good beer as it was. Uh, it was. And, you know, it's not even the graphics or anything like that. It's the fact that you, 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 you know... Oh, it's definitely not the graphics. No. no. <laughs> it's definitely not at the fine motor skills. Um, but even well, pinball, they're, they're a rack of pinball machines. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was good. Yeah. So, much fun. so we'll definitely miss that. Yes. I think there's many things I think we'll miss about the conference, but I'm really keen to see, uh, you know, how they do it. And I think, uh, you know, live from Jack, Jack's house, I think that's, that's probably the best thing to do. Especially with the song. Live from Jack's house, is that so? Yeah. Well, no, just Jack coming in singing. Oh yeah, that would be that would be beautiful day brilliant. in the neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah, um, or something. They should do that. I, I just a TV studio, the sofas. You know, it, it turns into a chat show. It does. It yeah. does. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is our topic of the week, Chris. And and you know what? If uh, yeah, our, our wonderful listeners, if uh, if you have any ideas, we'd uh, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, things can you'd you, like to see. Can at the you conference? come up with something better than a um, singing Jack? Yeah, I, well, obviously no, um, but uh, yeah, we'd love to uh, love to hear from you. Um, it's geodorable uh, at gmail dot com. Yep, um, um, or see us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, all, all the major places. Uh, cool, Mark. Is there anything else? Are we done? Yeah, we are. We are done, Chris, and we want to thank you, listeners, for for sticking with us. Um. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. We, as Chris said, we do really like to um, to open your emails and your messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is really good. So yeah, keep keep the com- keep the communications flowing. Cool. Yeah, and with that, we'll hopefully get another recording out soon. Indeed. Yeah. Um, which is always our intention. Uh, but until then, we'll catch you next time.